scripture reading this morning is from Romans 13, verses 11 through 14. Romans 13, 11 through 14. Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then, let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling quarreling and jealousy. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. You may be seated. Morning. Uh, this morning, I want to spend some time talking about goals. And so I thought, what better way than to kick that off than to look up online? And I found uh, these are what elementary school children listed as their life goals uh, for the future. Um, it, it's exactly what you're expecting, yes. Uh, first, you have those who are the underachievers. Uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? One kid listed older. I think he did that, so check. Uh, one kid said that he wants to stay home and make soup. And I feel like that's a good life goal. It's easy to reach. It's very attainable. Uh, then you have the kids who they're going to refuse to allow reality to hold them down. Uh, one kid said, when I get older, I want to be a dog. <laughs> and another kid said, when he gets older, he wants to breed dragons. So I wish them the best of luck in those endeavors. Uh, and then you have what I call the overachievers. And this guy, this young boy said, when he gets older, he wants to have a girlfriend. He wants to kiss her and rule the world. <laughs> so I, I appreciated his excitement for that. Uh, and so uh, I, don't, I don't know about you. Maybe you think back to a time when you were younger and maybe you had goals for your future. Um, I'm sure at some point I thought I was going to play in the NBA or the NFL until I realized at third grade I stopped growing, uh, change, your, change your life goals up. But um, I want to spend some time talking about goals because, uh, as you know, tomorrow is the last day of 2018, uh, and it just seems natural for us as people, as new things begin, for us to kind of reevaluate things in our lives and to ask ourselves, uh, what can I do better? What are some areas that I need to change? Um, and so, as many of you are already maybe thinking about goals that you have for this next year, I thought it was a perfect time for us to talk about spiritual goals. Things that we can do in our spiritual lives uh, to grow uh, and to uh, become what God wants us to be in this next year. Um, I think goals are something that, it's a biblical concept. Philippians 3.14, Paul talks about having a goal, that, it, that he was pressing on toward the goal. Uh, and so I think while often we think of goals connecting to uh, other things in life, uh, spiritual things, we should set goals for as well. Uh, when it comes to maybe your new year, maybe you've been thinking about health goals, goals that you are uh, setting so that you can be healthier in the new year. And that's good. Uh, maybe your goals are financial goals, you know, things you're trying to save up for or money that you're trying to put aside for uh, future things. And again, those are good goals, uh, but I would hope that each one of us is also looking at ways that we can grow spiritually uh, and set goals for ourselves. Because I, like I said, I think that's a, a biblical concept is setting spiritual goals, not just 
I want to be a better Christian. Or, uh, you know, I, I want to read the Bible more. Uh, but setting real specific goals for ourselves so that we can grow in those areas. And so that's what I want to talk about this morning. Uh, the passage that we just read from Romans uh, is, is a wake-up call. Paul says, some of you need to wake up. Uh, and you need to start living your life right, put on Christ, uh, put aside these things. And so I'm hoping that for many of us, uh, right now as we head into a new year, we have that wake-up call. Uh, frequently it's after tragedies or, you know, things that go wrong in our life that we have those wake-up calls. Uh, and hopefully we won't wait till that time. Uh, but right now will be a wake-up call for each of us to say, okay, what are some things that I can do to grow in the n- new year? Uh, I be- I-, I promise you, for once, I finally did a-, a PowerPoint, and you can ask the teens. I just don't always have great success with them, and so I know they're thinking right now, he didn't really make one. Uh, I did. I just don't know where it is. It's out there in space somewhere. See that? <laughs> you guys are good. You guys are good. Um, so we're going to talk about target living. Uh, what can we do to set targets and goals in our life? Because uh, I believe that if you're not aiming for something, guess what? You're going to hit it every time. Uh, that's, that's just fact. It is if you don't have something you're aiming for, something that you're going for, you don't have direction in life. And so if we want to achieve things in life, even spiritually, uh, we need to set goals for ourselves. And so the first idea I want us to talk about as we're setting goals is, number one, identify the target in your life. Uh, where is it that God wants you to be? If you guys will go to that next slide. Uh, where is it that... <laughs> working? You know what, you guys, you know what you're doing. I'll just keep preaching, and, and that's just fine. Uh, First of all, identify the target. What is it that you need to change? Where is it that God wants you to be that you haven't quite, in, uh, quite got there yet? And as you think about that, and as you figure it out, uh, I hope that we will look at what God's targets are for our life. I won't just pick random things based on what I think is good, uh, but I'll look at, at what I think God wants for me, and those will be the areas that I look to change. And here are just three Three areas, I think, and these aren't specific, but three areas I think that God wants us to grow in. Uh, first of all, his, is our relationship with him. God wants us to grow in our relationship with him. This is what it says in 2 Corinthians 5.19. It says, that is, in Christ, God was re- reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, uh, entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Uh, God is all about trying to reconcile our relationship, bringing us back together with him. And so it could be that your target for the new year falls under the category of building up your relationship with God. Uh, and, I mean, you might approach that like you would with any relationship. How, do I, how am I going to grow in a relationship? Well, better communication, right? If I want to grow in my relationship with my wife, you better believe I should probably communicate more with her. And so your goal may be spending more time in God's Word or uh, spending more time in prayer, things like that that help you grow in your relationship with God because that's something that He wants for us. Um, Secondly, He wants us to grow in our Christ-likeness. We should look more like Christ. Uh, And so maybe that involves us removing certain practices from our life that shouldn't be there, that are keeping us from looking like Christ. 
Uh, maybe that means adjusting our attitude in certain areas that, you know, we haven't quite been like Christ in those areas. And, and maybe we need some adjustment. Maybe it's in the way that we show love or patience or uh, gentleness toward others. Uh, I think there are a lot of areas that fall under this idea of Christ-likeness. Uh, and in 1 Corinthians 11, 1 and, and several other passages, we are encouraged to be imitators of Christ, to look like Christ. And so maybe you need to say, in the new year, what are some things I need to do to better look like Christ? Uh, because I think that's one of God's, God's targets for us. Uh, and then thirdly, is just glorifying Him. Glorifying God. Am I doing a good job each and every day through my actions, through my thoughts of bringing glory to God? Not just obeying Him, but uh, is what I do causing others to glorify God? Uh, maybe that's examining our worship. Uh, I don't know about you, but just about every single week when I walk into worship, uh, I have a moment where I think, I'm not doing this quite right. Uh, I don't know that I'm focused as much as I should be. I don't know if I'm putting up in enough preparation ahead of time. Uh, and so for you, maybe it's this this new year, I'm going to work hard on making sure that when I come to worship, I'm, I'm truly glorifying God in the way that I'm supposed to. Uh, or maybe it's spending time in evangelism. So that through your teaching, it might lead others to glorify God. These are three areas that God wants us to grow. And so it's fitting that any targets and goals that we set for ourselves fall under these categories. Growing in our relationship with Him. Growing in our Christ-likeness. Bringing glory to God. Uh, If if your goal doesn't fall under one of those things, uh, if it's a spiritual goal, you may need to reevaluate it. Uh, Because... Spirituality shouldn't just be our main priority. It should be the priority. It should be our focus for everything that we do. And so if, if your goal behind it is uh, to make yourself look better, it's not the right reason. If your goal behind it, it has selfish motives, that's not the right reason. Uh, your, our goals should be because we want to grow in our relationship with Him. We want to look more like Christ and we want to glorify God. And so as you look at that, I hope you will consider, you know, what is God's goals for me? What is God's target for me? And then how can I use those things to grow? Uh, you know, God had a plan. God has goals. Uh, God set a plan at the very beginning of time into motion. And when you read through scripture, you read about the fulfillment of that plan. And if your plans for the new year don't fall under God's plan for humanity, then it's not the right goals. And so we need to spend some time thinking about that. And maybe that means we spend time in prayer. And we spend time uh, in God's word trying to find out exactly what that should look like. Um, but first and foremost, as you, as you set goals for your life, you've got to identify your target. Where does God want me to be uh, and, and set those goals? But secondly, you need to formulate a plan. Um, it's not enough just to decide you need to get somewhere. Uh, but now it's about what do I do to get there? Uh, and I think, and at least maybe I'm just speaking from my own uh, my own past, but I'm really good at the first part, the identify the target. I need to be better at this, or I need to spend more time with God, or I need to be more focused in worship. And then it just kind of stays there. It's like, okay, here we go. Uh, I think we need to be specific about how am I going to achieve those goals. If you're setting a, a health goal for this new year, hopefully your goal isn't just, I want to be healthier. Okay, that's a good goal to have, but what are you going to do in the new year to be healthier? Or if you say, 
I want to have more money in savings. That's great. What areas are you going to cut back so that you can put more money into savings? The same is true spiritually. If you just say, I want to be a more spiritual person, or I want to grow in my relationship with God, those are, those are good aims, good things to uh, go after, but what are you doing to accomplish those things? And so we need to formulate a plan. And again, I hope you'll spend time in prayer. I hope you'll spend time in God's word saying, how am I going to do this? Uh, because I promise you, God has given you in this book uh, the best way to accomplish those things that he wants you to accomplish. And so it's important to spend time in that. Um, but, but we've got to sit down and formulate a plan for what it is that God wants in our life. And it's also important to count the cost. Um, this is what it says in Luke 14, verses 28 through 30. It says, For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and it is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. If you're going to set spiritual goals for yourself, uh, you better think ahead of time what it's going to cost you. Uh, This is not a spiritual goal, um, but if you ask anyone who is close to me, they can tell you of my love for Mountain Dew. Just love it. Um, And I have already told the the teenagers, and now I'm going to be held accountable. This is really good, actually. Uh, That in the new year, I have decided that I'm not going to drink soda. Uh, If you know me, you know that this is going to be a a bad year for Jeremy Roberts. Uh, It's going to be a struggle. Uh, but in an attempt to take better care of myself and be healthier, I've decided that's something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to go without. Um, and believe me, I have spent a lot of time thinking about the cost of that. Uh, because I'm not the only person who likes to drink soda. The youth group does. And I spend a lot of time with the youth group. And I've thought frequently about the times that I'm having the youth over or we're at a devotional and they're all knocking back Mountain Dews and I'm sitting there with my water. You got to count the cost, right? Or my buddies who have said, hey, that's a great goal to have, but we're still drinking soda. And when you're around us, we're drinking soda. Or even little things like when I go to the movie, do I drink water with popcorn? I don't know how that works. I've never been this person before. (laughs) But you have to count the cost. And so when it comes to spiritual things, it may be easy for you to say, I'm going to read, I'm going to read 50 chapters of the Bible every day. Find out how that goes for you. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's a good target. It's a great goal to have, but it's going to cost you a lot. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't push ourselves, that we shouldn't challenge ourselves, um, but we need to know going into it, what is this going to cost me? And is that a price that I am willing to pay? So uh, as we as we formulate a plan, here are just some things I, I, I think it's important for us to do as we kind of break down our target into some specific goals and objectives. Number one is be aggressive, but be realistic. A couple years ago, uh, my buddy, if you guys, I don't know where we're at on the, <laughs> but you can click it if you can click it. <laughs> um, a couple years ago, my buddy and I decided we were going to read through the Bible in a month. And it was partially because we had always set the goal to read through the Bible in a year. And then you get to like Leviticus, or if you were really that good that year, you got to the major prophets and you just feel like you fall apart. Um, and every year we did the same thing. And so we said, look, this next year, just January, we are just going to crush it. And we're just going to read from Genesis through Revelation in one month. Uh, let me tell you, that's a lot of Bible reading each day, especially when you first Google how many books in, the, uh, how many chapters in the Bible. 
and it only gives you the number for the New Testament, and you're like, oh, that's easy. And then you start, and you're like, oh my goodness, we missed like three-fourths of the Bible. <laughs> you got to pick up your pace. Guess what? That was aggressive, wasn't super realistic, okay? And so as you look at the new year, one of the things you need to do is say, look, I, I, I do, I want to challenge myself. I want to push myself to do things uh, that I need to do. But I also want to be realistic. If you are the kind of person that never spends time in God's word, it might be a little too uh, aggressive for you to say, I want to spend two hours every day in God's word. Not that that's not a great goal to have, um, but take baby steps. Push yourself a little bit at a time. Um, and so be aggressive, but be realistic. That means be specific about your goals. Specifically, what am I going to accomplish? Not just I'm going to read the Bible more, but I'm going to spend at least 15 minutes every single day reading God's Word. That's a specific goal. Or in 2019, I'm going to read through the entire New Testament. That is a specific goal. Uh, that is a way to be aggressive, but also realistic, so that you have a specific goal that you're working for. Uh, also encourage, have it be a measurable goal. It's easy for me to say I want to be more spiritual, but I can't just step on a spiritual scale at the end of 2019 and look down and go, oh, it says I'm more spiritual. I did it. Uh, and, and again, certainly our faith isn't just about those measurable things, uh, but those are a way for us to track and, and see whether we're accomplishing the goals that we want to accomplish. Ephesians 4.13, it says, Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. In other words, he had a standard. He says, my measure is going to be Christ. Uh, and so that is something that I can measure myself against. And so it's good for us to have goals that we can measure. And so as you sit down and, and hopefully make some goals for yourself in your spiritual life, ask yourself, is this something that I'm going to be able to look back in a year and say, yes, I, I accomplished that. Uh, which finally, your, your goal should also be attainable. Don't set goals you know you're not going to be able to reach. Uh, if you have tried and tried and tried to read through God's entire word in a year and you can't do it, maybe this next year scale it back some to make it a goal that you know is going to be attainable. Uh, because if you're like me, if I set unattainable goals, uh, it doesn't really push me. It just makes me fall off the wagon earlier and now I'm back to where I was before. And so make those goals attainable. Uh, make them things that you know that you can accomplish. Again, not easy goals. Uh, every week when I come into the office, I start by making a list of things that I know I need to get done that week. Uh, and I have the bad habit of sometimes putting really, really simple tasks on my to-do list just so that in the middle of the day when I'm like, I feel like I'm not getting anything done, I can be like, oh, look, put up books, check. Whew, all right, I accomplished something. And it kind of motivates you. Uh, don't set goals like that for the new year. I want to read a chapter of the Bible this next year. Good job. That, that's great. Um, push yourself. Uh, challenge yourself. But make sure they're attainable things. So be aggressive and realistic. Uh, secondly is identify potential difficulties. So you know you. You know the things that you struggle with. And you know the things that are going to get in the way of you and achieving your goal. So going back to my Mountain Dew thing, I know that my friends are going to be a bad influence on me when it comes to not trying to drink Mountain Dew in this next year. Now, I guess I could just not spend any time with them. 
that seems like 2019 is really going to be a winner. No Mountain Dew and no friends. Uh, sound, sounding like elementary school all over again. Um, but maybe I need to prepare myself when going into those situations and be like, look, I need to have some water or a Gatorade or something so I'm not drinking, you know, soda around them. You need to think about what are the things that are going to get in the way of me and my, uh, my goal. And so maybe that's sin, a, a certain sin that may get in the way. Maybe that's people in your life that are going to be a bad influence on you. Uh, maybe that's going to be certain priorities that you've set that you should not have set. And you may have to step back and say, all right, if that's my goal and these things are going to get in the way, what can I do to make sure those things aren't a hindrance to me when it comes to accomplishing my goal? Um, and so identify things and then solve them. Don't just be like, yeah, these people could be a really bad influence on me. All right, here we go. You need to tell those people like, hey, I'm, I'm trying in the new year to be better about the language that I use. And so when I'm around you guys, could you really try to help me with that? Uh, you know, help hold me accountable. Uh, identify those difficulties and, and then do something to solve them. Thirdly, set benchmarks. And I know I feel like I'm talking like about health goals or financial goals because it seems like very, very practical. But the truth is, these are things that are going to help us in our spiritual life. So you should be able to, a month down the road, say, okay, here's where I'm at, here's where I wanted to be, and what do I need to do to keep pushing myself? So set those benchmarks. Say, two months down the road, I want to have grown by this much, or I want to have accomplished this. Uh, maybe your goal has something to do with involvement at church, and you say, look, by the end of this year, I want to be involved in these ministries, but at least by the end of this month, I want to seek out the person that's uh, kind of in charge of that ministry and at least ask them what ways I can get involved. Uh, that's a benchmark. Set little goals for yourself to help you uh, accomplish that overall goal. Uh, but then finally, you just have to commit. You have to commit to those goals. Maybe it means writing it down. Why do you think throughout all of Scripture, there are so many times where God has people write things down? He had them write down the Ten Commandments. He had them write down the law. Uh, he had them write, you know, things on their walls and on the, put them on their foreheads and all these different things because he knows how hard, it us, how hard it is for us to remember things. So write your goals down. Sit down and say, you know, this year or this month or this week, these are the spiritual goals that I'm setting for myself so that you can go back to those things and you can see them. Um, tell other people. And not just any other people. Tell the people that are going to help hold you accountable to those things. Um, you know, I, I have to tell my wife when I'm setting big goals for myself because she's going to be the one that I spend a majority of my time with. And so I'm going to need her to help hold me accountable in those things. You know the people in your life that you need uh, to help hold you accountable. And so tell those people. Uh, but then finally, be, just be passionate about it. This is what it says in Colossians 3.23. It says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Uh, you're going to have to set your goals and then you're just going to have to get after it and you're going to have to be passionate about it and you're going to have to work hard at it, not because you're trying to please those around you, but because you're working for God. Uh, you're doing these things because you want to bring glory to him, because you want to grow in your relationship with him, because you want to be more like Christ. And so work at it with that kind of intensity and that kind of passion and say, I'm, I'm going to work hard. Not that there won't be days that are hard, not that there won't be days that are uh, tough, 
But I just think that if we work at these goals as hard as we do for some of the other goals that we set in our life, work goals and financial goals and social goals that we may have set, if we would work as hard on spiritual things as we do on some of those other things, I think we would grow a lot more than uh, many of us have. And so, yes, identify the target, decide where it is that God wants you to be, but then formulate a plan, decide what, is, what do I need to do to accomplish that. Uh, years ago, uh, in one of the classes that my dad taught, um, I think I was in high school, he gave us an acrostic and I'll just have them put this up as we go. But it's the word attack. And when it comes to your goals, my dad may have even stole this from a non-spiritual source because it, it sounds like it could apply to anything that you do, uh, any sort of goal. Uh, but here's something that you can hopefully take with you as you kind of try to set some goals for your uh, spiritual life. So A, aim for a specific goal. You need to sit down and decide what specifically am I going to try to accomplish in my spiritual life, all right? Write it down, tell others about it, make it a specific, realistic, attainable goal that you're going to try for. And then secondly, take a shot. Try some, I mean, if you are, if your goal is to read through the Bible in the new year, you know, pick a plan and then just go for it. You got to try something, okay? So maybe you find a plan online, maybe you find one of the plans that we've, uh, we've used here at North MacArthur, and just go for it. You're not going to know if your plan works until you try for it, okay? And so just take a shot and, and, and work it out. Um, but then thirdly, test your methods. So you may pick a plan or you may formulate a plan to, to reach your goal, and it may not take very long before you go, this isn't working. So maybe your goal is to remove some sin from your life that just you feel like it's constantly been there. And you go, all right, my plan is going to be I'm going to avoid these things and I'm going to avoid these situations. And you know, a month down the road, you go, nothing has really changed. Uh, you can't just keep doing the same things and expect different results. So test your method. Look at it and say, what can I do differently that might help me accomplish that goal? Then after you test it, adjust. Okay. Say, all right, this isn't working, so I'm going to change. I'm going to change my plan. And I, again, my plan is always going to be in line with what God wants for me. But adjust, now that you know what doesn't work, adjust and change those things and work at those. Um, fifthly, I think five, when you're using letters instead of numbers, you lose track. And I'm not a math teacher, but uh, fifth, consistency. Keep after it. Uh, this is one area I really struggle with when it comes to spiritual goals is I'll get a couple weeks down the road and it's just, it gets harder because yeah, the newness has worn off and now I'm like, ugh, I really said I was going to do this this year. Stay after it. That's why it's important to tell people because three weeks in when you're bored and somebody comes up and like, hey, how's that whole no Mountain Dew thing going? And you're like, oh yeah, not great. Hey, keep it up. You Consistency. Sometimes even when it doesn't seem like it's working at first, you have to keep trying it, keep trying it until you know for sure. But stay consistent. Don't take breaks. Uh, I, actually, in this new year, I thought about just saying, I'm going to limit my Mountain Dew to um, weekends and special occasions. <laughs> but then I realized, like, every occasion is a special occasion, right? I knew there was going to be like, well, the basketball game is on. What a special occasion. Let's have a Mountain Dew. Wow, I woke up today. What a special occasion. Let me open up a Mountain Dew. Um, 
I, I realized that I had to go all or nothing. I had to be consistent with it. Uh, and so when you see me in three weeks drinking a Mountain Dew, you'll say, Jeremy, you said you were going to be consistent. Uh, but the point is, don't say, some days I'm going to be really good about reading the Bible, and then I'm going to take these days off. Because then you lose your momentum. Stay consistent with it. Don't take breaks from your goal. Don't go, I'm a month in. I'm going to kind of take a couple steps back so I can get a breather. You got to stay consistent. And then finally, uh, know-how is use the experiences that you're gaining as an opportunity to learn. So when you fail, when you fall short, don't see that as, oops, I haven't reached my goal. It's just, I've stumbled in my attempt to get to my goal. And now I'm going to get up. I'm going to learn from that experience. And now I'm going to be better. Um, Setting goals is hard, especially when you set goals like I'm going to grow up to breed dragons or I'm going to grow up to be a dog. And I don't know how the kid turned out who set the goal that he wants a girlfriend and he wants to kiss her and he wants to rule the world. Uh, He probably did it in that order if he achieved it. Um, But, you know, I don't know. But but setting goals is difficult. And I have set many, many, many goals in my life, both physical and spiritual, that have just... I've fallen and haven't accomplished those things. Um, But when it comes to our spiritual lives, I think it's important for us all to have a wake-up call and say, what are some things in my life that I need to change, that I need to grow in? I don't know you. I don't know every little area of your life. I don't know the sins that you may need to be working on. I don't know the the areas of ministry that you should be serving in, but you're not. Uh, I don't know in what areas you need to be growing in your relationship with God. You know those things. And if you're the kind of person that likes to set New Year's resolutions, I hope that as you kind of look at this next year, you'll make room for some spiritual goals as well. And if you're the kind of person that doesn't set New Year's resolutions, that's all right. Wait like a week and then don't call it a New Year's resolution. Just call it a spiritual goal. Uh, I think it's important for each and every one of us to have spiritual goals that we're aiming for. Because I can promise you, uh, if you don't have something you're aiming for, you're not going to know when you get there. Um, this morning, your spiritual goal may be simple. It's, I, I want to get my life back on track. Uh, and one of the great ways that you can do that, one of the, the uh, great ways you can formulate a plan is by allowing this group of people to help you in that goal. Um, and, and maybe your goal uh, needs to begin with you deciding to put on Christ in baptism and beginning your walk with him. Uh, whatever way we may be able to help you in your new goal, uh, we invite you to come as we stand and sing this song.